Update 5.7 is live. There's missing events, a scam milestone event, but possibly the best bug ever. I am talking about that with my brother, Mr. Hartgrave, on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. Mr. Hartgrave, how are you, my friend? Fantastic Valley. Oh, yes. And how are you liking this update? Is this is this all you've expected or is it uh, or is it more than you've expected or less? What, 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 that's I see that hand in the face. Gives me kind of an indication of what you feel about this uh, update. I, it's not all bad. This is yeah. there's a bug in this uh, update. This quite possibly the best bug ever in Marvel Strike Force. But we're still owed a few compensation for some older bugs. Uh, there was a dagger bug that happened when people started the event and i guess they had some older currency they get a bunch of dagger shard or a bunch of orbs that they can open to get those uh, dagger shards also when the blitz started last week thursday some people were getting events uh currency for the event that was going on to get some of the blue gear or whatever that uh we're still owed that compensation we said it would, they said it would come during 5.7 we are in 5.7 so when do you think we're going to get this compensation for dagger and that event that event that was up uh shortly in a bit ah so it, it sounds like you you have the exact memo from scopely over there that they, of the timing of this uh event but uh those this there was a good bug there's a really good bug that uh that some players were able to take advantage of I knew about this, but I was, you know, sometimes around around server reset. I'm just too busy with other things going on, so I was not able to. But boom, guaranteed drop rate for Moon Knight. This is probably the first uh, bug that was discovered by a lot of people. How <laughs> fun is this? It was good. This was actually enjoyable. It was like one of the best uh, 10 seconds of the game I spent last night. Guaranteed drop rates. Now... We, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand before we started recording. How good would it be for these double drop events that do something like this? Actually give double drops or give guaranteed drops. Would that would that make you want to spend more? Would that make you want to play more? Would that up your enjoyment of this game, Mr. Hartgrave? Yeah, I mean, I would feel it would be more fair. It would be more fun. And like literally Moon Knight doesn't matter at all. So giving away like free shards, this bug didn't hurt anybody. It only helped. It's a good thing. Let's do more of it. Scopely, I hope you're listening. Boundless, I hope you're listening. Whatever, whatever the decision makers, if you're working for Scopely, I hope you're, I hope you're listening because this is fun. This is fun. I know it was a bug not intended, but yeah, fun for people that do this. And I didn't get to take advantage of it, but I would have loved if we could take advantage of it. Now, moving on. For something a good bug in the game let's talk about something a little more controversial now for myself i live in the u.s the 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 symbol the imperial japan flag never was really something that controversial in the u.s but apparently in especially in south korea in china very very offensive because uh there was there was some bad things that the japanese did uh back during world war ii this is what the costume looked like but before the update dropped, I mean, during the, I guess it was during the maintenance period, we got information that this symbol on his chest, because it was very close to what the symbol for the flag was, is being removed. We got a messaging and the official Marvel Strike Force blog post here about that. 
you had the reaction, or I guess I, I had the reaction. What was your reaction? I, let me ask this question correctly. What was your reaction when you saw that they, they were removing the symbol and Silver Samurai would not be in the game as this update dropped? Like we normally have. We normally have a character offer that we could buy when, when the update drops, but nothing. So what, what was your thoughts when you saw this? I think I immediately thought of the quirky tag <laughs> and and how that they did nothing to that, yet this is getting addressed, which is good. I'm glad they're addressing it. I'm a little um, shocked that they got that far with it without realizing what they were doing. Um, but it does show that if they are doing something offensive, they can pull the plug on it if they want to. If they want to, yeah. Now... I got to be honest, I was not aware that this was offensive. I grew up in Hawaii. I'm part Japanese. I grew up with a lot of people that were from China, from Korea. Never knew that this was something that was offensive till like later in like my 30s and 40s. Were you aware that this this was offensive overseas? Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, Mr. Hardcrave's pretty woke. Um, it would okay, be like good. it would be akin to someone from outside the United States. Uh, looking at the Confederate flag and being like, oh, you know, what's offensive about that? It's just it's just a different version of the American flag. Gotcha. Kind of like that. So if there was like it's a superhero a Confederate flag on him, that could be, you know, offensive to a lot of people here in America. Now, now I, I guess I, I, I don't know if we have too much of a informed opinion. I know I don't. But <laughs> some people are saying there's there's bad guys that have offensive symbols. Silver Samurai is a bad guy. Maybe they should have left it because he's supposed to be doing that. Uh, and I don't know. If, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Here's the problem with it. How much representation do we have of Asian culture in the game to begin with? Colleen Wing and Shang-Chi. It's not a lot, though. <laughs> and so, like, a third of the representation that's in the game is going to be this. That's kind of the problem. Gotcha. Um, whereas even if there was like, you know, Mr. Confederate flag hero, you have a lot of other representation to kind of offset that. Whereas with this, you kind of don't. Uh, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, very good points there. Uh, so I guess I guess for that, I'm glad that they're removing this. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not offended by this, but I don't want people that are offended by this to be uh, hurt by this. So uh, it's good that they're doing this, but it creates some problems for what I think think they had planned in a game because you know this this if we, if we go back and look at this uh, shot here silver samurai was supposed to be the first character released in this patch and because he's not that means we don't have a character uh that was released on launch uh also should have had an event they in this in this blog description here actually where is the blog here it is they're talking about an event for silver samurai form a top squad with a limited time honorable trait for the silver samurai event campaign curse of muramasa now normally we get those like the friday around the friday of the patch so should have been tomorrow i don't think we're getting this uh event because there's no silver samurai in the game so uh what what are your thoughts on this event and this honorable tag in the game when whenever we get it how 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 difficult do you think uh this event is gonna be there's some pretty good characters in this uh with this honorable tag here. I, I, if you're a new player, it looks like you might suffer quite a bit. 
Yeah, a lot, a lot of these newer characters. Yeah, Secret yeah. Avengers here. New Warriors are here. You even got Shang Chi in here. So some really good characters here. But yeah, good uh, characters. But if you're if you're newer and you didn't really go and it, it kind of goes. One of my main thing points of uh, advice that I'm giving out is for event campaigns to go really hard on those, like 600 cores a day, kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And that will get you like a five-star usually character. So if you had like a five-star Deathpool, a five-star uh, Sharon Carter, you're going to be in much better shape on this than if you didn't. Yes, I agree. Now, uh, for, for longer time players, a lot of people, you know, they just pretty much auto through a lot of these events. Uh, for a while, I've been saying, I want there to be like a difficult, a very, very difficult uh, end, end node there. Yeah. Not a lot of rewards, but just for the challenge yeah. of going in with these characters, trying out them at a high challenge. Uh, and like I said, minimal rewards, so it doesn't screw up newer players, mid-game players. But I do want to fight that challenge that I could that I actually have to fight these battles and not just auto it. Uh, but you mentioned something before we started the, this. Which of these characters is going to be in the orb <laughs> for this event? Uh, there's a lot of good characters and... <laughs> I was thinking probably everybody, everybody in this with this audible trait, except for the secret Avengers. What are, what are your thoughts? Who's going to be in this orb when it finally comes out? Man, the last one was so bad. I don't have high hopes. Um, Cloak and dagger will not be in the orb. That's a given though. That's never happened. (laughs) They've never put the newest character in the orb. So I don't expect that. Um, My biggest hope is that they will put death pool in. If they don't put death pool in, I'm just convinced that they hate us. All right, what are what are your thoughts on Secret Avengers? I was kind of half joking that they would not put them in there. They usually make characters farmable around the time that they're uh, legendary. If, if they're required for legendary events, they usually make them farmable around that time. I'm expecting eventually these characters will be farmable at some point. But do you think that they'll be in this orb, honestly? Or do you think Scopely is just going to say, nah, buy it if you want Omega Red? My honest opinion is no, they will not be in the orb. Okay, that's. I think the best we're going to get is Death Pool. There's going to be one unfarmable character in this or besides the event character. All right, I I hope you're I I, I think you're right, but I hope it's, you're not. Literally, <laughs> literally, what happened last time? All right, well, well, we will see. Whenever this event comes out, I was I was expecting this event tomorrow, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see whenever this event comes out. They got to do some corrections on, uh, what is his name, Silver Samurai, but. Samurai. Because of the Silver Samurai, not only are we getting this event delayed, but we have a milestone event going on right now that seems to be very, very unfriendly to players. This Experiment X event for this Wolverine costume. And I don't know if uh, you have went through these numbers, but basically 4,200 points per day for this event. And we're getting, we're, this is resetting every uh every day for 14 days they discuss that and you're getting one point for case for spending campaign energy one point for spending iso 8 energy and two points for spending one power course when you first saw these numbers and you first saw the what what you would get in this these milestones what 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 is what was your reaction last night when you saw this event went live that reaction is on my YouTube channel in an uncensored Sweet. form. All right. What is what is what is a censored version of your reaction then? Since this is normally a family-friendly channel. <laughs> I, I I guess I won't be getting the costume. 
I guess not. Now, this is very similar to uh, what what happened with the lunar event and that. And uh, someone uh, someone on Reddit was nice enough to go over these numbers for us. Uh, let me let me give this person a shout out here if it could pop up. Pladia Seal, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. So the <laughs> price for his costume. 50,000 pink credits. The maximum amount of credits available per day is 3,600. You need to get 3,600 every day for the unlock, which requires the 4,200 points per day. You get 528 regular campaign energy for free every day. And that is if you claim using all your energy and not letting it top off at all. 600 ISO 8 energy for free every single day. That leaves about 3,000 points that you need to earn through spending cores. Are you spending about, so if it's two points per core, that's about 1,500 cores per day that you would need to spend. Would you be spending that even if this uh, this event, this uh, Curse of Muramasa event would be going on? I think you said you spent about 600 cores. That's still about a 900 core difference or so. Do you think we would up that if, if we had this event going on right now? No, or, or, or an event starting tomorrow? Yeah, this is a little different than the math that I saw. What I saw, and I saw this from two different sources, is that it's between 800 and 850 cores a day you would need to spend. Okay. Because uh, you have energy that goes into that too. And other things. But 800. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I would be closer to that if the event was going on. Like I said just a bit ago, I do 600 cores a day okay. when, events, when event campaigns are running. So it's foreseeable with energy usage, with the event running. And as far as we know, I mean, like fixing Silver Samurai should just, if they just paint shop that a little bit, um, maybe they can get it out by Friday and that will improve this event. However, if you miss the first day, you're going to be short and you're going to be in a yeah. prime position for FOMO when they sell you those offers at the end <laughs> for like a few credits, which I almost feel is the strategy, which is just really transparent and cash grabby. So yeah, I, I, may, maybe the math that you saw is correct. Maybe the math on this, I didn't double check either of them, but just as, as math aside, you're gonna need to spend a lot of cores per day for this event. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not a very player friendly event. I, I feel that there's a lot of this teal gear in here. I don't, I, I think a lot of people wanna get everything and I don't think we need to get everything, no. but I feel at least, at least these pink bits, these pink phase bits, we should, yeah. we should be able to get that and get this costume. Maybe not all the tier gear. Maybe not these gold promo credits. That's fine. But who like, thought of this? Why? Why yeah. locking this costume? We're I know. About a costume. We're talking about a costume here, Mr. Hartgrave. Yeah, no, I know. I, I get both ends of this. So I understand why people are upset about this because they were giving us costumes for free. Yes. They didn't want to. When costumes first came out, they wanted you to pay $50 per costume. Okay. And nobody did that. So they have to do something else. People have to spend on this game or else this game won't exist. Yeah. So they have to find creative ways to get people to spend on this game. However, this isn't creative enough because there's no reason for me to drop like what, 800 cores right now. And definitely not 1,500 cores. I have no reason in the game to do that. If you check offers, there's a few extra offers for cores, yeah. but they don't really get you anything meaningful. No, no. And I, 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 I gotta say, I think this was made to go in conjunction with that silver samurai event. I think that's where a lot yeah. of this got screwed up. They did give us compensation for the lunar event in the past. They did uh, change some things in the past. Hopefully they will do that and look at these numbers and see how ridiculous 
it is for this. I mean, what what fun does this add? What fun does this add if we can't even unlock, unlock the costume? You know, maybe oh, this, not. This maybe fun, not man. giving a. I'm sorry. What? This isn't. This isn't for fun. This is for. This is for. This the, is. This the is pay. for money. This is for yeah. money. It's for money. All right. This is an offer, basically, in disguise of an event. It's not an actual event. I, I guess. I guess you could give them credit. They're they're trying to charge for costume in a more creative way, right? So. Yeah, basically, that's what they're doing. Because this is a really cool costume that everybody wants. And uh, they're they're hoping people. And, and it's a character that's not going to be in stealth. How about that? We finally got a character that's not going to be stealth in the costume, <laughs> or on war defense. Let's go. Let's go take a look at some of the new costumes in the game because that that was another cool, cool. thing that got added. And all right, there's there's some. Oh, well, let's take off this honorable trait here. Let's, let's just go here. Boom. The new costumes in the game. What did you think of this? Venom got a costume. Looked at. Oh wow, cool. Are oh, you? Are you? Is there wow. anything you're reading on the Pharaoh version of Venom? They they made this. They this, did make this. This is in game. But I mean, they made this. This isn't Marvel. This is uh, it was first appearances in Marvel Strike Force. This is this is yeah. created for just for this game. Interesting. Kestrel, Deathpool, and now Ancient Pharaoh. I'm wondering if this is meaning anything for Apocalypse. Do, do you read anything for that, or is this uh, kind of wishful thinking on my part? I I don't know what this is. It it literally has no stories. <laughs> it's well, like let me let's, let's, let's say. This does not match with that Carnage costume that I that I worked so hard no. for. That that would be my only complaint about this. But I'll tell you, that, I, I think it looks kind of cool. Venom doesn't really match with symbiotes. I don't use Venom on symbiotes. I I don't. I think he's the worst one. Oh, so this this is probably not a very good costume for you. All right, uh, we also looks like we're getting this costume finally added to the game. The Emma Frost costume. Uh, finally going to get a way to add this one. I like this one. I know some people hate this costume. Where are you on the fence with this Emma Frost costume? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, it's not my Emma Frost. So I think I'm alone. I think I'm alone. This, I might be the only one that likes this costume. I'm, I'm excited for that costume. <laughs> All right. And the other one that it looks like we're getting is that's yeah. it's, in, it's in the store right now. The Cyclops costume. <laughs> he looked like he was all black and red on the other one, but this one looks like it's blue and lighter blue. Exciting. Is this, is this a purchase for you? Man, I would have been really excited about this. Like what? A year or two ago when he came out. It's it so cool so a year great. ago. Super cool a year ago, right? So great. Now, who cares? All right, question <laughs> questionable costumes. We we got a couple of them. Uh, oh, we've had this Doctor Strange costume added to the game with no way to get it so far. This one's cool. How like do you think they're going to add this? What do you, what do you think how do you think this is going to be introduced to the game? Well, it, it it's up to you. It's up to everybody it's up here. To us. <laughs> it's up to you. If you go hard on this event and everybody unlocks the Wolverine event, they'll do that again. So mm. you can vote with your cores right now. And uh, there you go. Excellent point. Excellent point. You're exactly right. I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah, it is exactly up to you. How, how you react to this Wolverine event and this Weapon X event, it is going to be, uh, they're, they're probably going to do that stuff going forward. All right. Last but not least, Taskmaster. There are a few <laughs> people that got this costume with the, the sweepstakes that went on last patch. Do you think this is ever going to be released in the game for most players or this is just something that's going to go right to the store that we can purchase for 50000 costume credits i i think it's really going to be up to what sells just once again all right you know the community will decide ultimately good answer good answer all right let's move on to some new kits that we had uh earlier announced uh over the past week and the the, the first kit that got announced before we move on let me just point oh, out yes. i mean 
I don't mind that they sell cosmetics. That's like standard practice for mobile games yeah. to sell cosmetics that don't affect the game. If they want to sell, you know, these fancy costumes to mega fans of the game to, and that's how they're going to make money instead of like doing the other things that they do to make money, which are more harmful to the player base. It's probably better. So, so, so in retrospect of this event, do you think that the chart and in effect, the way the event is right now, this, what is the, what is it called? The experiment X event. They're effectively charging for costumes because you got to spend all these cores. Do you yeah. mind it in that sense, this, this milestone event? And I think, I think a lot of the perception of the players is they've, they have given that these out in the past. Do you, do you like the way that they're doing this now and just making costumes purely for cosmetic purposes? I mean, they got to make money. Someone's got to give them money for something. So, oh. you know, what what do we want the, you know, big spenders to buy? Do we want them to buy advantages in the game that'll come out in when we face them in war? Or do we want them to buy cosmetics that won't affect mm. us at all? That's a good perspective. That's a good perspective. That kind of uh, changes my opinion on this uh, Weapon X event or Experiment X event. You know, maybe, maybe not the worst thing to be charging for costumes. But I, I guess uh, as a player, I'm a little disappointed that i'm probably not going to be getting that costume because it looks cool that that wolverine weapon x costume looks cool it does and you know if the path was clear i think that would alleviate a lot of people's concerns if we knew it comes out this way it takes two weeks and then and then it's available this way and then after three months there's kind of a more free-to-play way to get it mm. i think that would kind of be the best way to manage the community with that yeah, they they sort of done that, but we still don't have the Wanda and Vision costumes in the game. And Thor was announced the same time. We that is not in the game, so not no consistency uh, in that right now. But I thought that was going to be the plan to eventually add all those things to the game. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, I guess we're not we're not speaking of anymore. That Weapon X costume, the Running Mate. Let's speaking of the Running Mate of a Weapon X. Let's talk about Lady Deathstrike. Her kit was announced last Friday. Lots of bleeds on this kit. Looks to be very strong on this Weapon X team. How strong do you think Lady Deathstrike is going to be outside of this team? Or does she have no use off of this Weapon X team? I think it's going to be minimal at best. Um, just, just looking at the history, I think Omega Red is going to be the one that's going to have the most utility outside the team. If you look at other war teams and how much you use them outside of their war team, it's really minimal. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that we get more use out, but but Shang-Chi, my goodness, I was using him in uh, balanced PvP. That's a blast run fast. We was using that, uh, we were playing that this morning. Shang-Chi right. dominates in PvP, so even outside of his war defense team, very, very good. This this is the this is the meta leaping that we're doing. So I'm thinking it should she may not be able to be competitive as raids and arena as some of the newer characters that we've gotten but i think she'll be better than some of the older characters just because we're in we're in uh, the second meta of this uh of this game so I, I think she'll she'll be a good character outside of that but definitely very very strong on this weapon x team uh let, let's move on to the another new member of the team that we got to get announced uh, this past week silver samurai the controversial silver samurai the new protector for the team reminded me a lot of strife 2.0 or that, that's kind of what happened what i was uh what was going through my head what did you think of silver samurai's kit when you saw him and same question about lady detroit do you think he'll have any use outside of this weapon x team um 
I really don't pre-read kits because I don't like to get disappointed when they come out and they don't work the way that they oh, say they, they, it's described on the kit. So I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to it. I wait for it to hit game. Okay. And, what's his tags though? I'll, I'll be curious about his tags. Okay. He is a villain global mutant. He's a protector and the weapon X. And he's also going to have that limited time. If you remember from uh, this shot here, he's also going to have this limited time trait of that honorable trait right there. So this, that, those are his tags there. So. I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know if he's going to fit with um, with Astonishing X-Men. Uh, Beast should still give him some bonuses, which is good. I, I'm not I'm not I, I really don't like what happened to Kitty Pride. Um, I have Kitty Pride sitting at tier 12 and I can't take her any higher because I don't have my oh, asthma. Uh, me too. I'm using her every day in the raids. I got her ISO eight up, but I can't I can't get her gear up because oh. of the miasma. Stuck, and then I have to decide between that or cloak. I really have to pick, or spending what, like sixty bucks. Mm. So yeah, I, pass. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Um, all right. So just just looking at this entire Weapon X team, and we'll get we'll we'll talk about the uh, reworks for uh, Wolverine. Actually, let's not, let's talk about them now. Let, let's let's not skip ahead. The reworks to Wolverine and Sabretooth looking looking like very strong characters now. Uh, at least with their base stats, they are some of the stronger characters in the game. It's not not as crazy as far as their individual kits, though. Uh, yeah. they, they got some reworks. Uh, how how happy are you with the reworks that Wolverine and Sabretooth got? It, it's really look, about look at these time stat that, bonuses. It's really about time that Wolverine got this. Um, I, I'm more excited about Wolverine and the possibility of using Wolverine on an astonishing X Men hybrid. Uh, because I use X-23. Mm. I like X-23, and I think she's a really good character. Her, and she has synergy with just Wolverine. So if yeah. you have X-23, Wolverine, Jubilee, Beast, and Bishop, I think you got a pretty good team. I'm definitely going to test that out. I, I'm i going to be testing out some different combinations as well. X-23 on that team. Uh, she, I, I feel she should have had that tag. But um, yeah, good, 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 uh, good stat increases for both of these characters. Let's let's move on. Let's talk about T4s. Right now, I have the special and passive upgrade on T4. This looks very, very good. If once you're going to start to use Sabretooth, uh, that five to six targets. This is some crazy damage. He, his base damage is one of the higher damage characters in the game. What T4s do you have on your Sabretooth right now? Um, probably none. I'm really none. surprised by that, though. It's a, that's like a raid skill. That's no longer like a... That doesn't help you beat heroes for hire. <laughs> no, no. This is this is this is a this is the this this is this is this yeah this is raid. It is raid. Uh, I, Valley Clip was reporting some big raid damage numbers uh, from that skill this morning. Also, this special. I think I did this. I did this a while ago, back when I was using him a lot. I think I T fourteen him for Dark Dimension four originally because of the cost. So no, a lot uh, of people did that. So it's really cool to see that that's going to have some value now. Finally. Yes, finally, we got Sabretooth, a uh, strong damage dealer. All right, big damage dealer for Wolverine as well. Any T4 is worth it, in your opinion. I was looking at this one. Giving his, his damage up to 800% piercing on his on his very, very high uh, base stats of damage. Now. It used to be low. Need, I think the damage is already through the roof on that. So I don't know if that's necessary. That's already going to kill. So like, Instant is he going to kill more? <laughs> good, good point. Good point. Although, although, depending on some of the content that we have to go through, if you're going to use him in the raids, uh, some of these heroes for higher teams might be very, very annoying. So maybe, 
Maybe even that wouldn't kill. Any character that you're going to use in raids is usually worth fully maxing out on tier fours. Because you I use. I would agree. Yeah. Arena, arena and raids. Uh, I would agree with that. More well, offense, arena, defense. I don't know. Arena, not as much because, like, if you look at Moon Dragon, you barely ever get to use her ultimate attack. So it's really not worth that T4 because it never gets used. Here, if your Infinity Watch is winning. Here's my argument for the T4 on a Moon Dragon. Even if you're not going to use that ultimate ever, it's going to increase her power level significantly. And that might make someone think twice about attacking you. So I think for your arena team, just for that, just for that fear factor of that power level going through the roof because of that T4, I think there is an argument. If you have an abundance of T4s, not if you're just T4 crunched. If you have an abundance of T4s, there is that argument to fully T4 your entire arena team. Just, just to, just to be a little more scary and just like that's that's the eight hundred team. This is seven. I'll go for the seven hundred. So I agree, I no but fear. sort of. He <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't scare me. Sort of. Sort. Of. All right. Uh, let, let's let's talk about this team though. This Weapon X team. What are, what are your what are your thoughts? How easily do you think they're going to be able to counter heroes for hire? And uh, are you are you thinking of possibly placing them on war defense because they there will be a strong war defense character. Uh, war defense team, but that might leave you stuck if you see a lot of heroes for hire or Infinity Watch. So what are what are you planning to do and uh, what are your thoughts on uh, how this team will be when they come to the game? I would never put this team on defense, ever. <laughs> I like you all too much. I just wouldn't do it to you. I think the players of this game are good people. I think we'd have a good time if we met in person. I just wouldn't pick <laughs> a team like this on defense. I don't have the heart for it. Uh, it, would, also, it would really I, screw you up on offense, though. It, it would it would screw up your opponents, well, but it would screw you up as well. So what what is the what is going to be the, the most screwy thing? The other side is I'm also a very selfish, arrogant player, and I want all my war credits. So there's no way I'm giving up an easy win by putting this on war defense. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Of course, this is going to work great on Heroes for Hire, and I want my war credits, so I get my wins. That makes makes sense. Makes sense for that. All right, so let me know what you guys are going to do. I think the, the most common thought is to use this on offense, Infinity Watch on offense. Here's yeah. where goes on defense, but I think there's some masochistic people that <laughs> might place Weapon X on defense. Sadistic. I, I, Infinity Watch, uh, sadistic, yeah. Yes. I, I think, I thought I said, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so all, all three of them are on defense. It could be it could be a bad uh, war for everybody involved, both both the attackers and the defenders. If you're doing that, stuff. no, it's sadistic and masochistic. It's both. It's like all of it, all of it, all of it. All right, Let, let's talk about the the key member of this team. This guy not here yet, but he is having an event coming up sometime. A mythical legendary event, and we know the unlock method is going to be the secret Avengers. Now we don't know when these guys are going to be farmable. We don't know when his event is. So I guess this is more prediction time because even if Scopely has an idea right now, you know how they change things so often. I mean, their plan was to release Silver Surfer, uh, Silver Samurai yesterday, but that 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 guy screwed up. So based on, based on what you uh, have a feeling of right now, when do you think his event is going to be and how many weeks... And I'm, I'm saying weeks as being optimistic or days, if you're not as optimistic or hours or, or none. Are, are we going to have an advance to farm these uh, secret adventures? Uh, I'm going to give you six days before the six event days. starts. Before the event starts. And then you're going to have like five days of the event runs. 
All right, I, I think you've been talking to the community managers at uh, Scopely too much. That does not sound friendly at all. That, and I think a lot history. of people are going to be missing out on Omega Red if that happens. That's Let history. Me, that's how it, it is. That's, yeah. yeah, I mean. That's how it's done. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, you're right. But I hope that uh, things have changed. I hope that things change. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're probably right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. No, they man. will be farmable at some point. Maybe not before his event. I want your predictions on where they're going to be farmable. Captain Sam, Maria Hill, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter was the most easily accessible because she was an event campaign character. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to the most farmable character or the, the easiest shards to obtain during her release. Where do you think Sharon Carter is going to go? All right, who was our event campaign last time when we needed to farm characters? Uh, our last legendary... Ooh was um that was adam adam warlock adam was warlock. the last one and we needed jubilee and we needed x factor so was okay. multiple man the x factor yes multiple man okay. node so sharon carter should go to a node okay if history serves us well all right sharon carter to a node is your predictions all right my, my, really my prediction it was so friendly they're gonna put it in a blitz store <laughs> all right we'll see these are these are all guesses right now guys in valley club joining the guests fun down there all right maria hill blitz release character bugged many bugs upon her release were horrible release the, between all the bugs and her not working correctly and the debacle in the the store i don't know if a lot of people bought her so blitz release not the worst but yeah, so it, we're, based on that, where do you think she's going to end up? It would make sense for them to put her in the raid store, but whatever store is coming up next, I don't know if it's war or blitz or raid, what what our rotation is right now. Okay. But I would assume a store. Is there a rotation or is it just random? And it's usually a rotation. Throw, throwing throwing the darts. No, it, it goes in sequence. Historically, it goes in sequence. When they do one, they do the next one. If they do it, if they okay. did a so it goes, yeah. Well, if we're going in sequence, then yeah, no, nothing in Blitzstorm because we just had uh, White Tiger added to the Blitzstorm. But I'm going to stick one. with my guess. I'm not going to change it based on that. Uh, so you're saying Raid Store for Maria Hill? Because the last thing we put in the Raid Store was Kitty Pride? Yeah, okay, okay. That I think, I, I, I think your guesses are based on logic. Mine's are based more on feeling. <laughs> but, all right, I'm, I'm going to guess Maria Hill. I'm going to guess Campaign Note now. The worst release. Yeah. That we've that uh, of any character is Strike Pass, and that's how Captain Sam was released. Phylavel was released that way. So what what are you what are your predictions for where Captain Sam ends up being such a stingy release method? Uh Polaris was the was the strike pass. And Polaris she was a strike to, pass. And she went to a node. Now, my hope is is that Sam will go to a node as well. Uh, but my fear is that he's going to go to the war store. I know, yeah, we, we agree on this one. I think the two worst places are that arena orb and the yeah. war store. We just had Philavel go to the arena orb and I, I, I think it's going to be war store, unfortunately. So that, that would really, really suck. I hope it's campaign note or something else, but if you remember history, when they did uh, Dr. Octopus X 23 went to the war store. So if you remember how that felt, that's how it's going to feel when Sam goes there. But mm. work. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll have those go there and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. 
Uh, in addition to, in addition to, hey, hey good character. news, good news. Nick Fury is available to farm right now. Oh yes, and Winter Soldier as well, right? Yeah, yeah. But Nick Fury. I mean, relatively easy to get, right? You just gotta like farm, uh, you know, five Cree minions. <laughs> you like those? I love them. I love them. I especially love Cree Oracle. So valuable on my roster. It's nice. All right, we got a, we got a lot of changes to Alliance War. Now, my Alliance does not start their war for another two hours or so. So I've not experienced any of these changes yet. Have you guys started a war? Yes. How are you liking these changes? Let's let's go let's go through them one by one. War ready characters. Were you were you were your characters ready with this war ready trait? ISO eight level tier one up to uh tier one level four not ISO eight green to get these characters war ready. And oh, I, I actually got a question about this war ready trait. We got two different descriptions, one in this blog post and in the in-game message, and one the week before saying that the hangar and cargo bay did different things. What is what is actually going on in the game right now? Because I have not had a war yet. Uh, the cargo bay gives you the war ready boost. It says the hangar and cargo bay also both on defense. One the previous blog post said one on offense, one on defense. Are they both on yeah, defense yeah. or are they, they're both yeah. on defense? All right. The cargo bay gives you the defense boost at 20%. And okay. then the hangar gives you the offense boost at 10% for any war ready characters that you have. Okay. So the previous blog post was the correct one. Well, we got in game and the patch notes are the wrong one. Because what it uh -huh. says in the what it says in the patch notes, the worried trades give characters boosted when defending the hangar or cargo bay in Alliance War. Yeah, I, I, that's like gibberish. Okay, so it's all right. So it's it's one is offense, one is defense, like described yeah. last week. All right. Yes. Were your characters war ready? Were you ready for this? My offense teams were because my offense teams are typ typically my raid characters, and nice. that's how I like. You know me. I, I make crazy broke up meta teams. Yeah. And it's kind of what I because I I like I only build raid characters really, and so I make those my war offense characters, and they're like blue tier three, so they're fine. Okay, cool, cool. All right, uh, room updates. So we, we got some bonuses changed. The cargo bed got some different bonuses. Bridge got some different bonuses. Hangar got some different bonuses. I don't know how far along you are in the war to, to see if these actually made a difference, but uh, what what is your response to some of these changes on these uh, three rooms? Uh, uh, I'm not a fan. I don't love it. Um, I think war is needlessly complex. At this point, um, it was kind Good. of simple before and not like in a bad way. It was it was simple, like in an engaging way where I would go in and there was a sense of urgency and that something was happening. Now it's kind of meandering um, and, and the bonuses are kind of like that, too. Like my Infinity Watch was a million power uh -huh. because of all the bonuses on it. And... I guess if you like crashing bigger cars together, this is cool. But other than that, yeah, it's just kind of too much. All right. So I guess, I guess it is what it is. I mean, what of a lot of these things, it's uh, it's saying that we're going to continue to monitor things and hopefully that's what they do. I, I wish I, from the players that were on the test server the feedback, it doesn't sound like a lot of the feedback was uh, was taken for this the complaints that were there uh are still there let's talk about some of the new energy system a positive oh, yes. try to be positive with you valley i say let's be positive this time and then i'm the one that brings the negative so i apologize about that let me help you out 
One thing that, that that happened from the test is that they were going to charge you start credits to make you buy your extra attack. Uh, between the first and second play test. Yes. And yes. they did yeah. roll that back, which is really good because that really would have hurt alliances a lot. Yeah, I, I was talking about some of the changes they wanted from the second play test, but yeah, they did they did make up some changes for the positive between the first and second one. That uh, good. That's good. All right. So the the last thing I want to talk actually not the last thing, the 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 next thing I want to talk to you about the, the war changes are the energy system. How did, was uh, how was what was that experience like when you guys started this uh, this past war? Having that extra energy, having those uh, having the ability to store that extra energy and do four attacks at once was that was how critical it was it that your alliance was on at that uh, initial start time? I mean. Here's the thing with that, and I, I thought I, I went into my thoughts. I'll have a video coming out on this too, if you want to hear the uncensored thoughts. But uh, yes, yes, I, definitely, definitely. I'm gonna be, if you got a link, make sure you send that to me. Absolutely. So um, my take home from this was is that hardcore war alliances, when they fight other hardcore war alliances, uh, they're going to have to be very engaged, and it's probably going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. If you are not a hardcore war alliance and you're fighting another not hardcore war alliance like two alliances that kind of don't really care that's me if you're fighting like if your alliance was fighting my alliance we'd be fine not fun not fun not fun for us oh well but 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 we're casual so we expect not winning every war it's fine (laughs) you know it's fine i mean we we might throw to you we don't we don't flex on people but anyways um (laughs) if me and you fought if our alliance fought it would be easy because we would work it out ahead of time who was going to win and then we would be able to take our time and it would be more relaxing, quite honestly. However, the problem is, is when a casual alliance like one of ours fights a hardcore alliance, you're just decimated. You have no shot at winning that war. It's over. If they come I mean, out the gate and they're all war ready on defense, you're done. So honestly, I don't know what has changed because because hardcore alliances versus hardcore alliance, they're, they're going to go hard as well. Casual versus casual, it's it's you know whatever. Then they're casual. Casual versus hardcore, th- you weren't winning that anyway. If you're casual, you know you're not winning that. So, but it's gonna be more clear. It's gonna feel worse. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna it's gonna sink in maybe a little more. I think we're gonna find so. more casual war alliances as this goes in, as it sinks in. The guys last night didn't want to throw to us, but we talked a little bit, and then they're like, "You can have the win." <laughs> that convinced you. The salesman so, ships from you. You know guys. what? You know what? This is looking pretty bad, actually. <laughs> all, right. all right. So, uh, I, yeah, I guess I guess it may not have too much of an impact at uh, all these uh, energy systems. Let's talk about this last thing. I, I think this was the most positive change in Alliance War. You're not able to test the room bonuses, but you're able to do a lot to test. You can test out as much as you want, work out the timing, all that stuff, getting the war bonuses there. Maybe not the room bonuses, but the war bonuses, which I think are the most important things. Have you tested this out? Time. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Well, you, you, yeah. guys, you guys pretty much went right into a war, right? So, Let me talk to you about something just on a leader tip for a sec. Are we going to talk about Doom Raids? We are. That, that is actually the next, uh, the next topic. Covered more then, but look, I had to spend my time getting ready as a leader. I had to spend my time getting ready for my alliance to do the Doom Raid. I didn't have time to play games with war. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Or, or like a, a non, non-war practice modes. Yeah. But I, I think this is a positive experience. Uh, okay. there, there's, 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 there's some mixed things in this patch. It's, it's not all positive, not all negative. But I think the, the practice mode itself is positive. 
Doom 2. Here we go. We are all right. This I this was challenging. Yeah, we're in the real house. This this was challenging. But this is this was fun. I like the challenge. What are what are your thoughts on Doom 2? Um it's not bad at all. Um uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, uh it looks like 60% is pretty obtainable. Uh 30% definitely. By by the top alliances, I mean new alliances. You really need blue ISO this is, yeah, this is tough. To it's tough for new alliances. Yeah, you need blue ISO level three to be in here, uh tier fifteen. You don't need what my fear was is that you would need tier 16 to be in here. And that's not mm. the case, which would really, as you can imagine, would really. Be yeah, hard. I mean, I, I, we're, 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 we're very casual in war, semi competitive in raids, and we're at 30 percent already. So I think I don't think this is that bad as far as the yeah. difficulty. It is challenging. I'm not able to. I haven't able. I haven't one shot any nodes. Actually, early, the early mystic node. I did three rewards. But, Let me show you something about the rewards. Yes. Not these rewards, but the but the other rewards. Which 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 ones you're talking about? Go back. Oh, the the I I see what you're doing. Those rewards. Here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know what's normalized? If you go across the tiers, it's the same except for the teal gear orbs. Very interesting. Hmm. Oh. Exactly the I, same. I'm just noticing it. So you don't you don't even really have that much incentive to hit sixty percent, which is a little annoying. Yeah, unless unless you're really rushing to get into Dark Dimension Five, but which you shouldn't do. Unless unless you're a FOMO player. <laughs> yeah, I, I would get rid of the fear. I try to. I, I'm, I'm. That's my new talking point. I'm like, just don't fear. No fear. Okay, and yeah, and obviously you guys are at. Uh, how how soon do you think it's going to take for you your alliance to reach 100 percent and move on to the next uh, difficulty? I don't want to. Months. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't want to. I'll wait until the new bio team comes out, right? Like, let's get a new bio team. Because I know a lot of people in my alliance just don't even want to touch symbiotes. Mm. And I, I, I can't argue with them, really. So I haven't tried that bio in Doom 2 yet. I've, I went the far, as you guys, you guys saw, I went to the far right and the uh, mutant first. And I'm currently in Mystic. And Mystic, we, we actually missed one shot of that first Mystic node. So that was, that was pretty good. The one thing I was telling my alliance, probably my best tip right now, is for the bio nodes. You want your the people on your alliance who have 800k symbiotes. Ooh. Yeah, those are the guys you want to put on your bio nodes. If they don't have that, move them over to that astonishing. Gotcha. For the astonishing X Men, you only need like a 650, 600 to 650 astonishing X Men. We'll get you through there. For the bio, you need like 800k. Oh my goodness! That, yeah, that's hourly. We we must have some pretty big uh, bio teams in our uh, in our strike team because uh, a couple yeah. people managed to finish that. Yeah, All I right, actually so. have the 800k bio, and it was pretty easy. I did it on stream. The videos on my channel. If you want to have a look at that's it, symbiotes without it's, venom with phylovel. No, no, I use phylovel instead of venom. Phylovel yes. instead. Of, okay. Yeah. All right, I use so. daredevil. I use daredevil in the second note. It was a really what? weird run. Yeah, <laughs> daredevil did great. He didn't die. I, I have not put any resources into my Daredevil other than like, like minimal to make him work on the, the Shadowland team. So I like Daredevil. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's worth it. All right. So the big reward in the Doom 2 is Teal Gear to eventually get into Dark Dimension 5. It is it is pretty expensive if you're trying to buy through this through the yeah. store. If 600, you're buy your way 600k per advanced augmented basic catalyst. We're getting 45k per other part. And uh, have you seen some of these offers for this teal gear here? Some craziness. Yeah, I didn't 19 bucks for five parts. Yeah. 50 bucks for a hundred of these pieces. I mean, 
Are they insane? Have they not made a lot of money earlier this year? We're getting, what is this? 20 bucks for some bio gear of augmented. 20 bucks for every, every class, actually. You got the right take, man. No, that's what it is. They did that. The most normal, most average players of this game, 80% to 90% of the players of this game are not spending money. So this is what we have now. And this is what we have in other mobile games. I did an interview with a guy that does content, uh, Rev Deuce. He does content uh. for um, uh, Star, Star Trek Fleet Command. Okay. All their offers are $100. They solely focus on the heaviest spenders with their offers, and that's how they make their money. And I think that's what we're kind of seeing. That's the trend we're seeing here. Yeah, isn't that uh, isn't that kind of standard in mobile games? I, yeah. I don't think that's uh, unique to Marvel Strike Force. I think uh, no, they... Marvel Strike Force has actually been really kind of free to play friendly until kind of this patch. Past this six... patch is making a real turn towards wanting more money from the top of the game. There don't. This isn't meant for most players. Aren't supposed to buy this or this yeah. appeal to us. Like I would never even consider this in a million years. But there are players that want to get into Dark Dimension 5 and they're going to buy all this stuff and they're funding the game right now, basically. Agreed, agreed, because uh, the, the the casual spenders just doesn't have as much uh, stuff to spend money on. No. All right, but, but let, let's 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 go to. So I, I don't know if this is necessarily negative. You know, they they, they want to make money, and there's there's players that are willing to spend it. Good on them because they they like you said they are funny in the game. So yeah, I don't know if this is necessarily it, negative, but wouldn't have a game if not for them. So I just hope that they're practicing, you know, good spending and that they're not spending outside their means. That's my concern with it, and I feel that you know it's a little predatory in here. So that's my that yeah you know, sticky. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a little predatory, but you know, the, hopefully, uh, everybody that is purchasing is is able to afford it, and not uh, not getting some kind of weird addiction or something that can be uh, can happen in games like this. All right, let's move on to some positives. Like yes. like I said, I don't, I don't know if that that was a positive or negative. It just kind of is what it is. It but, is what uh, this 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 is a positive, I think, for mid game alliances. From newer alliances that are not in the most difficult sections of the Greek raids, the completion percentage requirement to unlock higher difficulties and earn first-time rewards have been reduced for Alpha, Beta, Gamma, four raids. Uh, I'm hearing from chat that it was 60% instead of 100% now. How big of an impact do you think this will have on newer alliances trying to get into those more difficult raids? All right. So it's really cool that they're making it easier to get the first time rewards because the first time rewards can be a big help in kind of catching you up to where you want to be in the game. Um, the problem is, is that the rewards, the daily rewards, like on the alpha four or the beta four, the, any, any of the difficulty fours yeah. aren't really much higher than the threes and honestly aren't really even worth it to do on a daily basis outside of like the raid season uh, ranking, which you're just gonna get way more of if you can get into the Doom raid. So kind of a non-issue, but the first time rewards, that's a good thing. Makes sense, yeah, yeah. The first time rewards are really, really good. Uh, really I kind of like the challenge once in a while, but there's there's days that I don't have the time, which is like, I just wanna auto, so. I don't know how to find that uh, perfect balance of that, but uh, the the challenge I, I I I'm liking Doom because it's hard. So the, you know, yeah. having more challenge, even if the rewards aren't that great for me, that that makes it a little more fun. But uh, yes, there's a, there's a sweet spot between challenge and then like taking three hours to beat. 
And I think uh, yeah. the, Doom, the Doom 2 is probably there for me and you. And then it's actually taking us less time to, to play the Doom 2 than it was like the Doom 1.1. Oh, because I'm not doing as many nodes. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's kind of the, the sweet spot. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So like Emma Rodder's difficult on war defense. Good. Heroes for Hire, not a little, little too difficult for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The other, the other big thing, and this has been... I've been asking for this for years. Advanced options. Download all assets on it's on Wi-Fi only. So if you if you if you got like some unlimited data plan, uh, you're not gonna be able to take advantage of it, but until you go on Wi-Fi. Now you can do a hotspot. You can I guess you could do a hotspot. Yeah. All right. So people have been asking, how do you get this? It's an advanced option. So you go here in game, advanced option, you scroll all the way down to the bottom here. So it's it's on the bottom. Check sure. that. As soon as you get out of it, it's going to start downloading the assets. Has this made a big difference for you? That time in between loading nodes, has this or loading battles, the different environments? Is this is this made a big difference for you? I mean, it's not like groundbreaking. It's something that should have been in the game from day one. But it's really nice to see it. It's been rumored for a while, so it's cool to see it drop. I'm surprised they didn't make a bigger deal. Maybe they're embarrassed. Like, God, we, we should have had this three years ago, but it's finally here, guys. You can download yeah, all yeah, the yeah. assets. Isn't this awesome? It's great. <laughs> all right. Hey, we have maybe, a, we, maybe we'll get an inventory screen next. <laughs> don't don't go crazy. Too, don't go too crazy, Mr. Hartgrave. Come on. Oh. Now. They just they just gave us the download all assets after three years. Maybe maybe three more years. We'll get that inventory scene. All right. I'm being unreasonable. I know. I know. You get <laughs> All right. <laughs> Down. We gotta calm down there. <laughs> There's no Turkish lights for you tonight. All right. Um Blitz. We got another blitz coming. The cloak and dagger blitz. Last one went off so well. What do you think is gonna happen later today when we get the second version of this cloak and dagger blitz? Were you being sarcastic? <laughs> it was it was the perfect blitz. We got so much we got so much compensation from it. We got we're gonna get compensation for dagger getting shards. We're we're getting compensation. I don't know if we're getting compensation actually, but there was extra energy that some people got. I mean, it was perfect storm of uh, of weirdness. So, <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen tonight? Do you think it's gonna go off oh, yeah. as planned? Do you think? It's, <laughs> yeah. I remember now. I did. I take advantage of that. That was nice, actually. That's how the event. <laughs> I missed that one also. That, I'm, that, I'm missing uh, all these advantage advantage bugs that they're giving out. That was a good one, man. Yeah, aren't you supposed to get some? the The store is still in the game, right? So maybe they can give you that credit still. Oh, uh, but that's why they're not giving the credits because the store is still in the game. <laughs> all right. So back to the original. Do you think tonight's blitz is going to go off without a hitch or? Or are we gonna have more compensation coming, baby? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a prediction in that the milestones are gonna give out like um I think last time it gave out well okay, I think I think it was the strike pass that's gonna be bugged because I think it's gonna give out cloak shards instead of dagger shards again. Oh. Uh the blitz itself, I don't know. I don't know what I foresee on that. I'm, mm. I'm excited. I log in at eight o'clock every day, so happy to see what they've messed up and take advantage of it. That's sometimes like sometimes it's not in your favor to log in right at that time, though. Sometimes the bugs work against you. Sometimes they work in your favor, though. So I guess I guess the lesson is no That's matter what happens tonight, you gotta be logged in to see. 
Again, you gotta let somebody else. You gotta let somebody else test it to see if it's actually working like it is. That's the gambling that I'm addicted to, right there at eight o'clock. I want to know if this bug is gonna hurt me or help me. That that there's gambling all different ways. Orbs, login reset times, things working correctly or not. You never know what you're gonna get in Marvel Strike Force. And I think the bingo, the bingo is. I I think I I think I hit a few lines on that bingo uh, board that I had. With this update, I, I know Android. Some people on Android are still not even able to open the game because it keeps crashing. So uh, probably, probably compensation for that as well for everyone. So, my goodness. All right. Uh, any any other final thoughts? Uh, do, do you want to discuss what if, or you just want to uh, keep it to Marvel Strike Force today? No, I love what if. I'm. I all think right. I'm all caught up on that. Yeah. All right. So spoiler warning. I'm not going to talk about yesterday's episode because the kids and I have not watched that yet. So we're going to talk about the one from the past week. About Thor. Yes. So if you have not watched that yet, spoiler warning, we're going to talk about episode, whatever that was, for the mighty Thor. So, yeah. all right. You have been warned. Let's discuss it. If Loki was not in existence, Thor <laughs> would not be a party pooper. Is that is that the Thor you prefer? Um, No. Actually, I thought this was the weakest episode of what if, quite honestly. Uh, see, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that I enjoyed. Mjolnir landed on Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was not able to pick it up. Did you see the Did you see the article back when the original Captain Marvel movie was uh, released in theaters? And Brie Larson's like, "Yeah, I think I think Captain Marvel can pick up Mjolnir." Wow! Obviously, Brie, you are not right. She is not able to pick up Mjolnir, so Captain Marvel not worthy. That's a That's a bold stance. No, I kind of <laughs> felt like all the characters in the show were like. They were like Disneyfied. They weren't. I didn't feel like I was watching like the MCU characters. I felt like I. And you know, it's a what if story, so it they don't have to be true to the movies or anything. I it had a much lighter tone. But coming off of the zombies episode, I guess I was expecting a higher quality or a different tone because this. I felt the zombies episode was right up there with like the Doctor Strange and like the two strongest ones. This is the first one that kind of had a happier type ending. They've all been kind of depressing and like downlifting. This this one is like, oh, oh, he he made a mess and he cleaned it up. So it's the yeah. first one that that wasn't wasn't uh, was like, oh, the whole thing is ruined. Like that Killmonger one was like, oh, this is this is uh, this is not turning out better. The Doctor Strange was like, oh, this is not turning out better. This is turning out worse. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like the end of that of the Thor episode. That was a nice teaser at the end. That was that was good. Oh, I, I didn't even look at the thing. Who was that? Who was that at the end? I didn't even look up the uh, Vision. Ult- it was Ultron. Ultron. Well, it Vision looked like Ultron. it looked like yeah. Ultron, but I was like, how did they make him without Vision? Is that is this awesome. the, all right? All right. Cool. Now your imagination's fired up, and you want to see what happens. That that's a good episode. I do. This is I'm enjoying it better now. It's so good. <laughs> All right, but that that is it for what if uh, I I heard this this week's episode yesterday's episode is really really good I can't wait to watch that but I have not watched it yet so no spoilers in the comments or anything like that thank you guys for watching uh, and subscribe to the channel if this if you enjoyed this video we're back every single week with more Marvel Strike Force your news update Mr Hardgrave before you go let everybody know where they could find you my brother great you can find me at YouTube. Just search for Mr. Hartgrave. I'll come right up or click the link down below. And uh, Twitch, we're on there every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, Wednesday and Friday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time and Monday at uh, 6 o'clock 
6.30 Eastern Standard Time. We normally have a guest. Sweet. So the, all the links will be down below, guys. Make sure you check him out. Puts out some very, very cool content and started talking about some wrestling. So if you're a wrestling fan from back in the day, you should check out his streams because uh, I, might, I might be watching some wrestling with you on your channel down the road. So it'd be great. Yes. All right. Thank you, guys. I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day and enjoy this update for better or worse, guys. I see you getting ready with that fist bump. There it is. Hulk fist bump. Valley Planet. Mr. Hardcrane. Out.